You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. The way to live your life, I think, Edward, is when getting... <laughs> when looking at... When you're getting quotes from people, if you're trying to get the, the sharpest price... Working out the price of fish. Yes. If they are wearing, like, a uniform, don't go with them. If they've got, like, you know, basically merch for their business, they're going to sting you. If they don't have, if they're just rocking up in civvies, they probably will do it for cash and they're probably going to drop the ass out of the price for so you. So you're looking for a cash guy. You're looking for a cash guy. You're looking for a guy who's like fucking... A, like like, maybe, like guy, maybe a painter. Like a guy who potentially painted part of this studio. He came in sharp. He came in, well, I mean, might have been the sharpest object in the known universe. Well, they're calling it the sharpest rate all time. <laughs> Especially when sat alongside his contemporaries and what they were offering or charging. Yes, as in other quotes we received. Other quotes we received. <laughs> and the difference there was attire. One in a uniform with a fucking logo and a brand and all that shit. The other one, just fucking tattery old clothes covered in paint. I'll take you, sir. He was covered in paint. Looked like he lived and died by his trade. Yeah, I wonder if there's like long-term effects to paint fumes. Surely there is. Surely, I mean, there would have been back in the day when it was. I don't. I don't got know. Past that now. I think. I think. Are the water-based paints are they a bit fucking cruisier now? What like watercolors? Your pastels. Look, I don't know. It's a Dior question. Dior coming in early, mate. Well, uh, the most serious issues that long-term exposure can cause are organ damage, the liver and kidneys, and nerve damage. Sounds Otherwise, like it's just, you know, your standard inhale too much, fatigue, vertigo, dizziness, nausea, vomiting, mm. that kind of fun nerve stuff. Nerve damage sounds like a hoot. Yeah. Yep. Same with organ organ damage, is that what you said? Yeah, liver and kidneys. Those, yeah, that's cool. I feel like you might need those. That sounds like it'd be fun. But if the price is sharp, Eddie, then it's worth every cent. That's right. That's right. We like sharp prices. Tom, I've got a gift from mum. Oh, yes. I've got a gift from mum. I spied them. studio warming gift. Now, we are in the new studio. No, this isn't the final set. This isn't the Stop final asking. set. Stop asking. We'll let you know when it's the final set. You'll we'll go, know, Welcome dude. to the final set. <laughs> yeah. Now, these things take time. Leave us alone. This is from not mother. the cookies, you mean? No, 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 no. Although well, they do the cookies. Take time. Well, no, Tom. They don't take time. They take love. Mm. There's a big fucking difference. Yeah, one means way more as well. One means way more. Wishing Hello Sport Podcast all the best on your new studio. A huge congratulations to you both for all your hard work. Very proud of Eddie and Tom. Much love, Mama Simpson. Oh, that's so. Nice. You can't tell me these aren't made with love, dude. You can't tell me these cornflake cookies aren't made with love, punters. You go. If you want to make them yourself. Go find my little tutorial on Instagram. Yeah, it's there. Cheers, bro. Thanks, bro. To us. To us. To Mama Sims. To Mama Sims. To love. To love. To, to conflict bikies. Mm. Mm. I mean, she's best in class. These are a couple of days old as well. And they're still standing up. Mm. Right these up. Traveled. These are traveled. These have covered some K's. Mm. These cookies have been fucking shipped over the Great Dividing Range. I'll have you know. That's no, that's no small task for a fucking biscuit. That's <laughs> a fucking huge task. For huge task. You said any cornflake cookie 100 years ago, 
You'll travel over the Great Dividing Range. You would have said, fuck off, mm. mate. Can't be done. No cookie's ever gone over the Great Dividing Range. You'd argue this is the most well-travelled cookie in the game. Well, it's, it's, it's you know, seen some things. Mm, definitely. Seen a couple of things. A couple of things. Because cornflake cookies traditionally, Dave, I don't know if you know this, don't see much at all. They're made and then eaten. Mm. Mm. Very few of them get to travel at all. So these these bickies, they've... They usually just travel in your mouth, mm. out your ass, right. And then... They wouldn't stray 10 metres from an oven, usually. Mm-mm. I've seen people eat them out of the oven, pipe and hop, yep. with no regard for their mouth whatsoever. I've seen it done. I've seen it done with my knife. Those poor cookies barely had a life compared to these ones. Yeah, these ones are lived. Mm. Now, I will share. Yeah, we should probably give some to Dave and Tobble, <laughs> shouldn't we? I, um... As some of you may know, I'm now just a big old Macca's large ice long black whore. That's my new thing. I get ice long blacks anyway, but now knowing that I can basically get 700 mils of it from McDonald's for fuck all, I nip in there on the way to work every day. And, you know, Eddie and I have remarked at the inherent pitfalls, the dangers of driving through a Macca's every day. And today those dangers were realised. Well, you had a couple last night, though, didn't you? I had a drink last night. Mm. And were, you on, were you on the tequilas? I wasn't. I was on the red wines. Fair. On the rouges and also not on the vegan cigarettes. Look. Had none of them. I need to be honest with the punter and the dribbler. Need to bear my soul. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have what it takes. I don't think I have the constitution. Yep. To get Macca's large ice long blacks like you do every day, I wouldn't be able to. I'd buckle fifty percent of the time, maybe higher. In terms of you'd buckle and go in with the mighty breakfast meal. No, I'd I go. Have. I'd go. Well, maybe I'd get a sausage and egg, or maybe a hash brown, or two won't hurt. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to fucking hold hold myself. Yeah. Accountable. Well, exact. Well, I'd I'd be accountable in that I'd admit it on the podcast, which is something. But I'd still, re- I'd still be a repeat offender. Yeah, well, Do you know what I mean? Like if I, I'd lose my license if being healthy was a th- was a thing you had to fucking adhere to, because yeah. I struggle, and this is just in all honesty. Sometimes I struggle getting up the military fucking up military road without nipping into neutral neutral. Bay oh, you're, you're that fucking. You're that I'm guy. that guy. You know what I mean? If I've yeah. had a couple of beers, well, that's the thing. I'm nipping in and I'm getting a large quarter pounder meal, and no one can stop me. And if I'm hungry, I'm getting six nuggets as well. I can't help it. I can't I, help it. I rolled in there this morning. I knew what I was doing. Like before I got in, you made up your mind I'd the moment your mind. eyes opened. <laughs> I know you, bro. Uh, I know uh, you well. The moment I fucking got in there, I was like, we already know what's happening here. The only thing that changed when I got in there was. Because obviously, again, those of you that know me, know me well. Those closest to me know that I am usually a sausage and egg McMuffin with a hash brown slipped in betwixt the buns sort of an operator. <laughs> well, they're not buns, Tom. Well, sorry, muffins. Muffins. muffins and that, McMuffins. McMuffins. And that is a fucking key distinction. So you can't be getting that wrong. So you're right, and I apologize, and I'll be better for that. That is my go-to. Mm. But what do you think I'm thinking what am i meant to think when i see a fucking and i can't remember what it's called anymore but it's basically called like a mighty mcmuffin it might even be exactly what it's called where you get your sausage and egg 
you get some bacon in there and you get some really, really upmarket ritzy fucking sauce on there. Not just Is it a relish or is it a sauce? It's a relish, Eddie. It's a relish of sorts, I believe. And you pair that with a fucking hashy in there. And the American Holy cheddar. Shit, which is all which yeah. is always getting well, around. Again, it's all time. Fucking divine. Now, did I also get home last night and have a pizza waiting for me because I'd ordered a new Reeds? Yeah, so I've paired a pizza into Macca's Brekkie and cornflake cookies. I'm fucking flying. You are flying, buddy. Like you went for that 4K run the other day. Because mm. otherwise, where would you be? 150 kilos. Where would you be? Now, I've got a quick question. As you know, I have been a sausage and egg McMuffin operator of quite some note mm. for quite some time. Well, you and I, I think, are probably the foremost McMuffin consumers. Well, in I would terms say, of not I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say consumer. I'd say connoisseur. But I don't mean even in, in amount. I mean maybe just like the highest profile pro McMuffin. Sausage. So, sorry, sausage and egg McMuffin. Yes. Uh connoisseurs out there but because my palate is so refined mm. because i understand the hierarchy and how it works i don't get a whole lot of macca's bacon in my diet in fact i get none same so i don't have a real read on where macca's bacon's at it's not it's, now that it's you've now that you've been fucking panning mighty mcmuffs you can i can i can speak to it eddie listen bacon in its truest form, in its like you know, in in its best possible version of itself, yes, is in a large breakfast at a cafe. Yep, that just is what it is. A big breakfast bacon is where bacon is bacon. Mac well, it's is, where bacon's allowed to be bacon. Bacon can be itself. Yes, it, it fully, can kick off its shoes. It can get down the couch. Yeah. It can unbuckle, unbuckle the belt. Yes, and let it, it can, all hang out. And it will, let it all hang out. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it's its fully actualized self. That's right. Macca's bacon, and in the context of our good friend, the mighty McMuffin, is <laughs> is good enough. Yep. But I do fear, Eddie, that there are mighty McMuffins in my future that will have bacon that is not up to standard. Yes, because bacon doesn't have a huge amount of room for error, I don't think. No, it Unless you are putting in the time, the care, the love yeah. necessary to allow bacon to be its best self. Yeah, which Does I it, don't think... I don't think, I don't think someone in there on, you know, 12.50 an hour is given bacon the love it should no. it, it deserve. And I also, like, bacon does. shouldn't be rushed. Bacon no. should be done to, uh, to properly. It needs its hand held. It needs, it, yeah. needs, it needs sweet nothings whispered in its ear. It needs exactly. to know that it's going to be okay. Oh, you need a little bit longer on there? Sure. Mm. In the, in, when you're you tell in me a, what you need. When you're in an industry literally called fast food. Yes. Bacon is not fast food. Bacon is, I've got time. And I'm prepared to wait this one out to get this thing crispy, to get it right. Yeah. But not too crispy. No. Because no, no, fucking... no, well, then it's burnt. Well, then it's burnt or my teeth are shattered and I don't want either of those things. No. So not, when you're, not when you're a fucking... Not when you're hungover. Not and... when you're a stone throw away from new teeth anyway. Well, exactly. You've got to, you know, preserve you've what got you've got. porous, chalky teeth at the best of times. You don't need <laughs> stiff, rigid, fucking hard as hell bacon. I think that I speak for most bacon eaters when I say that 
slimy undercooked bacon is bacon at its worst. That is, a, and that's what that's and that's, that's the, and that's, that's the risk you run at McDonald's. Yeah. I think. You're never going to get well done bacon at Macca's. No, but fuck there's a no. chance you're going to get slimy, undercooked. Fucking this thing's still kicking, bacon. <laughs> yeah, this thing's still oinking, and that'll that'll ruin your day. This thing's oinking in yeah. the mighty McMuff, mate. If your mighty McMuff oinks, put it down. <laughs> put it down, dude. Put it down. Put it down, and just go back to Soso. Soso will never let you down. No, never. I've never been let down by Soso. Because well, Soso knows what it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm a sausage. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like a sausage. It was sausage. Well, it's sausage that's been made into a, into like a patty size. Yeah, but like you know, it's but no one even knows what is in sausages. That's the point. Yeah, but a sausage is the design is the delivery of the meat, right? In the technically, sense that, uh, technically, it's not even a sausage. It's not a sausage. It's a fucking. It's that's what I, because like you could because a, a sausage needs to be in the intestine of a sheep, does it not? Well, whatever those things are, if that's I'm pretty are sure still, that's what they are. Are we still using the intestine of the sheep, or is it like that? Seems very specific. I'm sure we've got some new. Like, what do you think we use now? I don't have a fucking. Will Dior will tell us? Well, I, I don't know what they use. I'll find that in a sec. But a sausage, according to Oxford Language Dictionary, an item of food in the form of a cylindrical length yes. of minced pork or other meat encased in a skin. Mm. So okay, okay. This is, a, this is a fucking bit of a plot twist, isn't well, it? Well, it is. Once I'm, you peel back the layers, yeah. you realise the sausage and egg, not a sausage and egg at all. No, it's, it's, it's we, I mean, it's, it's not even really a wool pull because it's been right in front of our fucking face. But although, do you allow them the opportunity or perhaps allow the possibility that it once was a sausage... Are you telling me that they are squashed into a patty? Are they buying sausages, slicing them, squashing, squashing them. them? You know how you f- uh, butterfly a sausage? I would. I almost think that's the only way to do a sausage. Sometimes, but yes. Well, unless you want to avoid third degree, unless you, if you want to do, avoid third degree burns, butterfly the bitch. Yeah. Also, if you don't want to wait fucking forty Four minutes hours, for yeah. them to cook, <laughs> yeah. butterfly that bitch. Funny that it takes so long for a sausage because they cook. almost do replicate. Uh, they sort of look like a butterfly sausage, sort of. No, you could, you could, if On you that had one to side. sell at the markets that this was once a sausage, that would be the way. If I was in a debate club and it yep. was like, I need to and argue. And you're anchoring the ship, you're I'm fourth speaker. I'm anchoring the ship. I'm fourth speaker of the, this was once a sausage team. <laughs> Yep. Then that's how I'd be. Ser- that's, yeah. that's the mar- That's what I'd be selling at the market. Well, you're third speaker. I'm fourth speaker. Hand you notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, tell them it looks like a butterfly sausage. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, excellent. Yes. We're getting on the ropes here, boys. We're on the ropes. This thing could be a butterfly sausage. How are we to know? <laughs> oh, oh, very good. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, oh, look, we're I'd not going to solve that today. I'd avoid the bacon, but the mighty McMuffin was good. Well, at so least I don't cool. know. I like you know. Proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. I think that's, I think that's apt advice. Yeah, I think that's apt advice. Yeah. Now, for those of you following along, I mean, you'd have to be pretty fucking switched on. But we are taking on Scope and Simi in a golf tournament challenge. Ambrose eighteen holes. I don't know when we're doing that. I think maybe next Thursday, but, but I'm the not only reason I'm bringing sure. it up is Tom and I are hitting the links tomorrow for our first round together as partners in our lives. Yep. I'm not even joking. No. We've never played together in an Ambrose. No. 
And but you know what? That's how we. That's how we roll. We just fucking grip it, rip it. We grip it and we rip it. Oh, so we'll be trying to get comfortable here because obviously these couches are deep for a reason. But if I sit deep, it's like my legs can't bend properly. Do you know what I mean? You're sitting too deep. I know, but I'm just trying to work out, you know, where my height is at. Anyway, not important. That's a bit of behind the scenes stuff, guys. Uh, tomorrow we're hitting them. And we do play tomorrow as Ambrose. Like, this shouldn't be a... Um, no, no, we need, we need to understand each other's games, games our yeah. strengths, our weaknesses, where we can grip it, where we can rip it. And we might be taking on my old man. Depends, he hasn't fucking confirmed. But either way, it's going to be a telling day, one way or the other. Where are they going to go? Oh, we're fucking good. Or this could be a problem. I played the other week, as you know. On my golf trip, day one, the opening nine holes, there was a, a strong argument to be made to put me down. <laughs> now, that's me saying it so I can get away with it. It it was a tough day. It was a tough morning. It was a tough opening nine. But I, I looked within, Thomas. But the only place you can look in. I looked like within that. and I searched for something. Mm. And I found it. What would you find? My swing thoughts, bro. Oh, yeah. I found my swing thoughts. And the, the biggest swing thought for me is hips first, bruh. Hips first, bruh? Hips first, bruh. Get the hips around and the body will follow. Mm. Get those fucking hips around, bruh. Shania Twain, Shakira is who I meant, not Shania Twain, <laughs> but she had hips. Shania probably had some hips. She didn't sing about them, but she, she probably had some. Well, Shakira had hips, Elvis had hips. Hip swingers of note. Yep. If I channel my inner Elvis, then, you know, my game comes together quite nicely. Now, I was putting pretty well the other weekend, and I was chipping okay. I think that if we can put the pieces of the puzzle together, Tom, I compliment you, you compliment me. Mm. I don't see a world in which we lose. I'm a brawn guy. We know that. You're an engine room guy. I'm an engine room. I'm grunt. I'm fucking thick, you know, and I'm... Yeah, I'm next hit up, sir. Yeah, what you're getting from me is hopefully some long bombs off the tee. I could do with that. Because I don't... Because I'm a hybrid guy off the tee. Yeah, fuck that. And I... Look, I also, like anything, can fuck it up, but I can can cream them if I have to. (laughs) And then my putting. I've got soft hands. Well, I've always said that. I've got really soft hands. (laughs) You've got... Well, you're from Bundanoon, so you've got soft hairs. <laughs> Baradoo. Baradoo. Whatever. Get it right. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm, mm. And, and Baradoo produces Some really soft yeah, hand individuals. Really soft hands. Really soft, delicate, beautiful to the touch hands. Yeah. And that's the sort of subtlety you need when you're trying to get the, the ball in the cup. Yes. You need to understand the way the greens work. You need to read undulation. I've got a great You need to be able to read pace. You do. I've always said that as well. You've got a great eye for undulation. In fact, it's one of your, your great strengths. Yeah. That coupled with soft hands, coupled with a appreciation for the speed of the green. Mm. My like, mid-range, irons, chips, yep. wedges, I, you think you should be put down. There's an argument that it's almost a crime I haven't been put down. Like, I am fucking awful. Fucking awful. And if I have to chip for my life, you may as well. It's a wrap. Well, that's fine because my mid game was humming the other day. Well, this is good. P, you know, PWs, money. Nines, eights, sevens. 
creaming the lot of them. You know what I mean? My five needed a little bit of work, but that's okay. I can five and four for you. If you need if if you need someone at five and four, yeah. I can five and four. Look, can I hit a fucking hybrid off the fucking fairway, two hundred meters? Sure. I can't. If either. you need me I to, I hate hybrids. I can do. I mean, that's what I offer. That's what I can offer. Oh, it, we might be the perfect golfer. I think that if you and I were fused into, or you know, fused into one man, I reckon we'd 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 have won a major. I think we certainly could. If like if we put the time in, fuses together, put the time in. I think we win a major. I think we win a major. Uh, if anyone wants to just DM us some like really basic advice, couldn't hurt. Look, it couldn't hurt if there's any actual golf pros That's listening. That's more what I mean. Yeah. Slash golf. Well, yeah. Where's golf, Gaz LFC ninety? Golf pros, listen. There's a bag of green in it if if you fucking come up and sharpen us up within a week. You within a week, you got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait to get us down to like scratch, scratch handicap golfers. We need to get down to scratch inside a week. If you can drop everything you're doing and get up to Sydney and help yep. us, yeah. You won't be paid, but you'll be given a bag of green eventually. Eventually, if we, we hit well. scratch, we got to win. We got no. We've got to win. Or you get us that W, you're off the hook. Or if you Gaz LFC ninety. You will get a bag of green irrespective of what happens because we want to see you, bro. We will because Gaz looks like he's a fucking hoot. Yeah. He's a laugh a minute, the bloke. So we want him down here just to rip and tear. That's sort of an aside. If he also wants to be our golf coach, that's great. More than anything, I want to see the look of disappointment on Scope's face when he realizes that he's he's a failure. Well, because he's fucking playing golf every other day, it would seem. I know, he and, he was, more and he's an old lady, and they played fucking six times a week. Well, that's the problem, right? He was basically as he was a, like a golfer who played a bit of rugby league. So they he, all are most they, of so them. They all are. That's what I mean. Like they're all basically just golfers. Going to Ryan Pappenhauser's TikTok, it's all golf. Yeah, and he won the Clive Churchill. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he's you, leading the Dalliams currently. Exactly. So you can't tell me these blokes aren't fucking part-time leggies, basically full-time, full-time golfers. golfers. Yeah. We're really up against it. And I think it's, as I said, I think it is going to be Simi, who's an athlete. You know what I mean? I think he, was, he had a cup of coffee with the Western Force at one point. He did have a cup of coffee with the Western Force. And that, what, that's something. It's not nothing, Eddie. He's training to box. We're coming He's up against... He's a big body. He's, what's he, 6'5", 6'7", 6'8"? He's a big boy. They're big, they're thick. Yeah. Professional golfers, essentially, you and I are coming off the couch, the literal and metaphorical couch, to pound these fuckers into the earth. <laughs> and I'm very confident just hearing what your strengths are. Like, we've never played together. No. Well, we played together once. But not. But not together. Not as a team. But I liked what I saw that round we played in Barrel. I liked what I saw. I, I said there's potential yeah, here. I have very little recollection. Oh, that one. Yeah. Straighty's dad. Yeah, that was good fun. That was good fun. Shout out to that day. Um, so listen, tomorrow we're going to be telling, but we have to score the entire round. We've got to make sure we got to take this thing real serious. It's a game day of sorts. Well, so it's Ambrose. Gonna, we'll, do, we'll do best ball. Yeah, you got to practice how you play. Best ball, we'll take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And that'll be out. That'll and be our we'll score. And I wouldn't be surprised if we go around in three or four under. But we'll see. We'll see. But it, it'll, I mean, I've got birdies on the brain. Well, I've got eagles as well. Yeah. Because what are eagles? Seagulls. Seagulls. Do you know what I mean? Is it Thursday today? Are they playing tonight? I'm going down oh, to Cronulla tonight. Bro, I'm so Cannot horny wait. for that. I think Manly get that big W. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. 
the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Got a funny story. Hamish Street just mentioned, had dinner with him last night. He's days away, potentially, from becoming a father. So shout out to him shout and Carly. Shout out to him and Koo. We went out for a nice meal, Cafe Nino's, great spot. And... He was regaling a story of how he was in the city having dinner with Carly and they were leaving the restaurant and this guy was eyeing him off from like 20, 30 metres away. He's like, why is this fucking guy looking at me? And he's had a couple. So he's a bit, he, this other guy's had a couple. So he's sort of like swaying around and he goes, Oi, Hamish. And he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Like thought he went to school with him or something. So he's like... Went, went over like, oh, g'day, mate, how are you? He goes, hi, oh, man. Like, yeah. Hey, like sort of just trying to fucking feel mm. out the situation. He goes, oi, boys. He's with his mate. He goes, 
This cunt is the biggest fucking dribbler of all time. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you, you listen to LA Sport, do you, mate? <laughs> he goes, no, nah, mate, Fennigan, you are a fucking dribbler. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> he's like spitting on him and shit. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like, holy shit! That is so funny. I can't believe people know what he looks like. But that's what I was. Doing. I was like, how the fuck does that work? I have no idea. Haven't like put any photos of him up anywhere, have we? Or like... the, only, the only thing I can think of is that they've seen the McGregor reaction video we did. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck. He's not in anything else. He was done. at the live show, and he's in Hungry Jack's ads. Yeah, but, but how do they know? How do they know? Yeah, how, yeah, but they don't. Yeah. It's not like, hey, I'm Hamish, Shims, uh, Hamish Street and I'm fucking yeah. doing this Hungry Jacks ad. Like, how do no. they know what he looks like? Yeah, that's so funny. And how did he react? Was he just like, oh, okay. I think he was like, I think it wore pretty thin. Because <laughs> this guy's screaming at him. Spitting in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Shout out to Streety. And like, and then they start talking rugby league and the guy starts fucking laughing at him because he goes for the eels and shit. So. Lol. Anyway, Love I it. just thought that was funny. No, that funny. is funny. That's fucking funny. I, um... I we're in the the hurt locker at the Birmingham household at the moment. It's uh sleep is not really a thing that we're that well, something that's valued, not what we're getting. Having sleep basically stolen out of our hands by Zoe, who's mm. been like fucking a great sleeper forever, and then now she's starting to like get her wits about her, six months old, which is crazy. And so now the last couple of nights, bro, she just cries and cries. And then, but not even like tears cry, like. Whinging. Whinging, bro, whinging. And when I've come back from, uh, you know, a business meeting last night that turned into a fucking bit of a rugby league skin full session. <laughs> I'm then like, as all the good meetings as do. As all the good meetings do. I woke up at like fucking four or something to Steph just being like, I am losing the fucking plot. And then I'm just like trying to tell her to go sleep on the couch. So then I'm sitting awake. This is this morning, half pissed at three in the morning, trying to just distract Zoe for like fucking what felt like an age, but probably only was like 15 minutes before Steph came back in and I just went back to sleep. <laughs> so you're pulling your weight. Well, mate, I, I don't know what they're like. She, she kind of, I don't know what the fuck to do. So it's just something you got to deal with, I think. You know, sometimes you just got to deal with it. So what's the play? You just, just let her, Fucking, let her self-soothe? You try that, right? You try that, but it doesn't always work. Sometimes she'll call you bluff. Sometimes you'll go, fuck it, we'll just let her cry. Cry it out, get herself back to sleep. Then she'll go, okay. See how that one fucking works. I'll just cry for as long as it takes before you two snap. Hopefully not at each other because that's when she gets in between mum and dad and then we start fighting, she's won. She's won the day and we're fucked and everything's fucked. So you just got to get her back into bed basically and give her some fucking booby milk and then she's like, thank you. But that's, what I wanted. That's it. Then you're training them that they just every time they fucking get booby milk, they're crying. It's fucking anyway. It's been a fucking nightmare. So, hence my coffee. Love it. Um, <laughs> I thought I lost my wedding ring the other night, and I was wigging. I don't care about wedding rings in that sense so much. Like you know, it's all good. They're yeah, nice. I, I get I'm, what they're about. I'm still undecided. I don't think I'll wear one. 
You don't think you'll wear one? Nah. Not a big ring guy? I'm not a big ring guy. I'm just not. Is that going to piss Ella off? No, nah, she couldn't give a fuck. Oh, that's nice. But it's more about the meaning behind losing it, which is like of well, all the things. Well, now that you've got it. Yeah. You, no, no, no. Of course. Yes. Of course. Yes. But I was, I, it wasn't one of those things where I'd like taken it off and put it down and forgot where I put it. It was like, I just noticed it wasn't on. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? And I, when was this? This was the night before last. Um, on the couch, watching... Time? Uh, 11 at night. Had a couple of gummies and a tequila. Shout out Patron. Not a sponsor. Um, and I was kind of just walking around the house like, oh my God, dude, where the fuck? It's so small. Where the fuck's it going to be? The thing's loose. I got a looser one. I, I mean, to be honest, I got a loose one. I just went, I'll get that. And it was loose, and I was like, fuck it, I'm not getting it resized. I can grow into it like school shoes. Um, yes. It slipped off in a pile of washing. Does it have a tendency to slip off? It almost slipped off and went down the drain in the shower, but no, tendency not to slip like off. Like if you went like that and flicked your hand, no. Nah. So it's not that slippery. No, nah, but it's like down the base of my give me foot. A, give me a feel. Give it a pull. Give me a... Oh, Pull it. Give it a pull. Pull me. That's that's not loose no. at all. But see, how's that come off when it's wet? I, you know what? It's a good point. I don't know how the fuck it came off. That was tough going. Yeah, you got me on Cause the knuckle. Because the, the knuckle provides resistance. Yeah, the knuckle's like it's like probably an old like ancient Egyptian lock. It's easy to get on, but then the knuckle stops it from getting. That's off. right. I think that's, that's right. how they did it. In well, Egypt. like a fish hook. Like a fish hook. Easy to get in. Tough to get out. Or like uh, irukandji. They can swim up your pee hole, but their spikes make it not, hard to pull not them out. Not No, we're oh, a kanji can't. Not irukanji. Are I they jellyfish? What that, are the things that swim up your pee hole? I thought they were like little piranhas from the Amazon. Yeah, if that's not irukanji, the jellyfish yeah, right, from jellyfish, Not piranhas, because piranhas are fish, but these things are like mm. little... Uh, they're called kandiru, or, or also just sometimes known as penis fish. Called what? Ka- kandiru. 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 Yep. It's Can we sl- just? I just want to clarify something. They can't swim up a stream of urine, can they? As in, like against the tide? Surely not. That'd uh, be that'd be. It's a quite like there's well, a lot of quite, power. Well, salmon can. That's a good point. That's true, but I think the power to weight would be different. Well, yeah, but like I saw a video of an ant dragging a lizard, a dead lizard, the other day. So, like you know. Amazing or things they can just, be done Or, in the or do you world. just go swimming in that in in a water system where they'll just f- find your penis? Well, oh, so as in, do they just maybe have a taste for dick as opposed for urine? Well, can I give you an example, Tom? And it's one that I think you'll find uh, applicable. I've seen it happen. What have you seen happen? Third story apartment, right? Windows open. Never seen a fucking fruit fly in my life. Never seen one. Don't exist. No idea what they look like. You leave a little bit of fruit out for a moment too long and those fuckers will fly up to the third story and in the fucking window and find that fruit, right? (laughs) That's what they do. I don't know where they come from. They're not just laying around waiting for a bit of fruit. They fucking smell it out. So am I surprised that this fish finds a dick in in a water system? No, I'm not. It does seem like the more I research into this fish, the more it's more of a myth than, you know, scientific oh, oh, evidence. Bullshit. that oh, They don't yeah, fly yeah. into your dick or swim into your dick. Uh, look, there's myths about it. It says 
the most recent reported case occurred in 97, but there are... 97? But there are inconsistencies in the account, like the actual size of the fish and the history given by the person. So uh, they are a fish? No, yeah, the kangaroo is a fish. Um, it is but its penis work is up for debate. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's taste for dick. This, this poor thing, it's probably like, this fish is like the Richard Gere gerbil in the arsehole thing. It's like, bro, I don't like dick. Why the fuck? You ca- there isn't a case of me swimming in a cock since 97, and we don't even know if that's true. Well, I think like any species, there's, there's a fucking scale, right? There's a spectrum. Mm. I think on the spectrum of this fish, there's probably one that liked cock. Yeah, some, some people like dick and some people don't, and that's fine. Yeah. But it seems like this fish is having the entire species lumped in with a couple of cock-thirsty fish. I'm with you. I hear what you're saying. It may also just be population exposure. You know what I mean? How many dicks they swim past? They're bound to swim into one. And maybe that was it, that 97. Was it. All the dicks in all the world, you know, I just happened to swim into this one. Do they swim up the pee the hole? The urethra? I think urethra. that's the very no, end of the, the urban urethra. myth. Yeah. Urethra. Right. Yeah. I think well, that's, the, that's the very end yeah. of the scale on one end of this urban myth, that they swim up. And then it goes all the way down to like, oh, maybe they'll just bite you on the penis. Or like one of the urban myths was that it's attracted to urine. But again, scientific studies that's have kink. proved that's a that is a kink. Likes getting pissed on. Um, back to the fruit fly, which I don't think got enough airtime personally. Do we think they just for flying upstairs, or do we think they're like larvae on fucking shit? Or if it's in an apartment, they're just flying up from maybe another room. They well, they can uh, smell from like you know two doors down, three doors down. If you're in the if you're in the fruit business, which if your business is fruit. Right, mm-hmm. then I think you go searching far and wide to find it. Now, if you're implying that the larvae of the fruit fly exists on the fruit, is that what you're saying? I'm saying they could exist. Why anywhere. do they only come for fruit that's been left out for a period of time? They don't come for the fresh stuff. I they don't come. Know. They come when it's hung out there to dry for a while, and the scent. Decomposing fruit starts to waft it through waft, the air. It wafts through the air. Does it, it go- smell? I can't smell. As yeah, you know. yeah. Off fruit that's going south, it lets off an odor. But how soon? And how bad? Well, it depends on the fruit, Tom. Like a mandarin, you got a lot more time than a fucking avocado, for example. Yep. Avocados. They well, age. avocados a weird example. Like it was what, a weird example, but they do okay, age quickly. Strawberries out. Left to their own devices, they'll go quicker than a fucking Do you leave a strawberry out or do you put them in the fridge? People leave them out, though. You forget. People forget. People do forget. People forget all the time. I reckon 99% of the fruit that I that is purchased in my household isn't eaten. Well, it's unfortunate. Do you reckon it just fruit, generally? Fruit would have to be, in my opinion, the highest on the food wastage yeah. scale. Wasted. And I'm not saying that in any... I'm not proudly professing the wastage of fruit. Maybe I just don't see it get eaten. I'm not eating it. But I think that it would be the most wasted household item. Everyone has the best intentions when they're buying fruit. I'm going to fucking pound this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have a great fruit salad or a fucking mango and yogurt, whatever it is. I don't know many fruit people. People that are fucking three or four bits of fruit a day. It's a lot of fruit. 
I, I can get there in summer. If we're talking like real good fruits, like peaches, I could easily put away like four plus in a day. Really? Yeah. I just can't love be me some peaches fucked. or like a whole bowl. I don't mind of a mango. I love a mango. You know what I mean? I like, like a cherries if they're going. Like, I like a mandy. That. Yeah, cherries could just sit neat. A, a, a mandy. Mandies of... are about to come back, by the way. Oh yeah. Mandy's a rugby league seasonal fruit, and it's my earliest memory is fucking spitting mandarin seeds into like, the fire. I like mandarins well, as much as the rest plays. of the as much as the rest of the population. Right? For me, fruit needs to be easily consumable. That's why I'm a big fan of the mandarin and what it's about. You peel it open, and you got little bite-sized pieces. It's yeah. good. It's good for all occasions. I like I like cherries because they're fucking in and out. I like grapes because they're ready to go. They're hot. To try it. Yeah. Strawberry because they're easy. When I start to move up into like apples and shit, I'm like, it's just a bit of fucking... Apples it's a bit are laborious. I tell you, oranges. Mm. Oranges oh, are just one of the great it. pains in the Forget ass, about dude. it. Fucking forget hell. about what it. What do you want me to do? Watermelons and shit. I'm like, bro, do I don't you... have a fucking samurai sword yeah. to cut this fucking thing What about open? but with an orange? Oh, I've got to like... I've got to peel this skin, this very tough skin off. I'm basically, I may as well have shot and killed a wildebeest and I have to skin this you're thing not, in the savannah. You're not going to be able to peel an orange. It can't be done. It can't be done. You've got to, you've got to wedge those teeth. cunts. You've got to bite into it and start peeling away. The, the skin tastes like shit. No, there's too much admin. It's, you've got to get a chopping board out. Then yeah. you've got to get a fucking, you've got to get a knife. All then there's the juice shit's all over. stuck in your teeth afterwards. You've fucking got to wash your hands. Sticky as fuck. Like, mate, oranges can fuck off. I, they taste great. They taste fantastic, and orange juice is undefeated. But fuck off if you think I'm going to eat them. I'll tell you what I was thinking about the other day. We're getting fruit flies in here. And uh, this orange chat's fucking sparked me memory. The serving of the orange at halftime in junior soccer, junior rugby league, junior rugby union, et al. Netball. Must have been a marketing ploy from Big Orange. I mean, it certainly wouldn't surprise me. You don't just me. make that up one day, do you? Just go, let's give them oranges at half. Well, is there some, there'd obviously be some sort of benefit, or at I, least I tell you lifestyle. what would be more benefit would be fucking bananas. Maybe professional athletes eat bananas in between sets. They don't yeah. eat oranges, bro. No, yeah, that's a fair so point. So it's got to be big orange. Just going. This is the way. We, well, it's genius if it is. If it was, if it's a marketing ploy from Big Orange. That is fucking superb. Superb. I'll tell you what oranges have, which bananas don't, which it says here. Well, I think vitamin C, but I'm sure bananas have their own vitamins, which are good for you. Do you need vitamin C at halftime of a soccer game? Not sure, but it does say here, um, or, uh, eating, or, eating orange halves at halftime will also help keep you hydrated because oranges have a high water content. Which but you could drink don't. water. You could drink, you could water, drink water, but water. now we're combining... You're saving time. Hydration and vitamin C or whatever the fuck else. It's giving, giving our kids heartburn. Sorry, we just got a delivery. Uh, can't help it. No. Can't help can't it. Can't help a delivery. Can't help it. Um, look, that was informative, Dave. I appreciate your Dioring on the orange point. But in summation, I think fruit flies sniff it out. And just fly up third floor, fifth floor, sixth floor. Seventh. Eighth. How high can a fly fly? Okay, tell me this. L reach out, punters and jubblers. If you're on the 20th floor of an apartment or higher and you've had fruit flies fucking nipping around, that'll fuck me up. I also want to know, though, can you get, like, do, fl do flies have a, a max altitude here? Like, if you live sure. high up, are you above the fly belt? Great point. 
Fucking great point. It's summer. It's hot. You got the windows open. Have you got a fly problem? In the sky? 20 floors up? Because, like... Great point. You know... Great question. When you talk, when you think about the, like, the... How they talk about the oceans vastly just, like, underground watery desert, right? And it's really around the coast where animal life starts to get into its work. Well, you're 90% of the... What is it? 80, 90% of the oceans are fucking empty? Apparently. That's what they so want they you say. to believe. So they say. But the sky is much the same. There's surely not just insects fucking nipping about up there. So the what kind of differentiates where a fly can fly and not isn't the altitude, but it's the heat. So it says uh, if the air temperature at ground level is about 70 degrees, which is 21 Celsius, insects have about 3,600 feet before it gets too cold. But on a 90 degree 3, day... 3,600 feet, what's that in metres? Uh, Sorry, I realise it's the article. We need the metric, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A feet's not working a for feet, me. A feet does Anything n- above seven foot, I don't understand uh, That's feet. about a kilometre, just over a kilometre. Okay. But if the... It can get up to a K. Yeah, but that's that's, that's, that's on a 20, 21 degree day. On that a, is so hot. Yeah, on a hotter day, getting closer to 30 degrees, uh, the border is almost double that. Uh, Six thousand feet, which would be about two k's. Jesus! So on so a on a, hot, on a hot dubbo day, flies will get up two k's. They can if they want to. Might not be worth. Why their wouldn't time. you want to? What would they be doing up there? Cruising? Maybe they're fucking. It's where they hang out and meet up. It's like the equivalent of going on a, going for a walk. How long does it take for a fly to fly two k's? I tell you what, I find interesting as well. If you're outside, right, let's say it's a hot, stinking hot day and you're out in the bush and there's fucking flies everywhere, they're all over you. You can only see them if they're like, they fly into a certain sort of radius around your eye, right? Otherwise, you can't, you lose them. But the sky is technically full of them and you just, you can't see them. What's that about? Well, they're flying quick, bro. And they're not, they're small. But your the eye is attracted to movement. Like I can see a fucking a leaf rustle in a tree, and I'm like, bang, yeah. But these fuckers, you can't see them. You can't see dragonflies. You can't see anything. But you can see them. You see them when they're fucking close enough to see them. That's my point. But that's like anything. But what do you mean it's like anything? Well, anything is visible when it's close enough, and anything is invisible when it's not close enough for that specific object. That's how sight works. But it's the it's the it's the it's the fact that there's the the sky is full of them. But they're not full of them to the point where it's not like it's not like a a bucket. If you had a bucket of flies and you're looking in there, you're not like fuck. Where are all these flies? You're like there's a bucket of flies there. Like because it's filled a bucket. The sky isn't filled with flies. Otherwise, you'd be hitting them every time you move. Well, uh, that's what I'm implying. There's <laughs> a, a bucket a, of flies. On a fucking, on a flyy day where there's flies everywhere, those, those things are fucking all over. Yeah, you. but there's a larger space to operate in. If the world is a bucket and the flies I'm are not, in I'm that not, bucket. I'm talking about like, you can't see a fly fucking further than my hand is from my, like that. You they're can't see small, beyond that. bro. They're not, yeah, but I'm, there's so many of them. Yeah, but they're not all just like you find dancing that weird? in front of your face. You don't I, find it as weird as I do? I don't find it, because you can see dragonflies as well. I think it was unfair that you lumped them in. You can see a dragonfly from a, a great distance. To be fair, Tom, you and I have had the full use of our eyes for our entire lives. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie might still be adjusting to his. 
And I find it. <laughs> that's probably some truth in there. There would have to be some truth in that. You maybe aren't, you know, I guess your understanding of sight is one of like, I didn't have it for a while. Yeah, and so I ask many questions. You ask a lot of sight-based questions. Like I do smell. Yes. And so smell doesn't make sense to me. Sight to you. It's a good point. You're still wrapping your head around. Sight. Well, and it's 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 one that's fucking. It's got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's got me dazzled. Fuck it all. I had a question for you, Eddie. Yep. Now, yeah, the audience will know our good friend Jack. Oh, Jarchi, eighty nine. Jarchi from TikTok. Jarchi from TikTok. Yeah. His significant other, Steph, mm-hmm. Feth. Fef, as she's affectionately known. As she's affectionately known, is the business partner of your fiancée, Ella. Correct. Fruity Goons. Yeah, Fruity Lexia. Fruity Lexia. Fruity Goony Bourbon for days. Mm-hmm. I saw on Steph, Fef, Fef's Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, she put up a story about the fact that Ella, and by association yourself, mm-hmm. Hand cook your dog's food and also give it MCT oil for brain clarity and function. <laughs> mm. Is that the end? Well, there's, well, there's probably I mean, other shit you can add to that. There, I'm sure there is, but this is all I saw on the story. I'm just trying to get an understanding here of what it is that's going on with this dog that... Who I love, by the way, he's yeah. a second. He's a he's my he's my only like. Well, Louis my son. He's maybe like a godchild. <laughs> Why the fuck is Tonka having MCT oil? Look, I don't have a whole lot of visibility around why he has MCT oil. Because like you don't. Do you have MCT oil? No, I don't. I you you're pretty across my diet, and I think the punter and the dribbler is as well. It doesn't deviate too much from what I I tell you all here today. Now, Tonka has been on a diet of this thing called Perfect Bowl. They just fucking send it to you. You put it in the fridge, you cut it open, you put it in his bowl. It's a piece of piss. Now, Ella is this been, like a sponsor? Because I know Tonka is an influencer. No, is no, 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 no. Does he get paid no, to fucking eat this no, shit? That's not an ad. No, I'm not saying an ad, but is he We did get 20% off for a bit, and now we don't. So it's not an ad. It could have been an ad, but it's not, because you got rid of that fucking code. So if you give the code back... Bring the code back, then it's not an ad. It's not an ad. Um, And that was going all right, but his ears, bro, there's something wrong with his fucking ears. I don't know what's wrong with his ears. He's got some sort of fucking infection, right? He would scratch these things so bad they would bleed, like, hectically. Mm-hmm. He's always scratching them. He's crying while he's scratching them. He's a mess. Anyway, Ella does all this research. Apparently, he's got a yeast infection. Apparently, it's common in dogs. In the ears? In the ear. It's, it's showing in the ears, right? His ears are, like, black on the inside now. Fucking scat. Bit of a weird as smell. A, oh, as opposed to, like, the skin color. The skin color's white. now right. black. Right, okay. It's, like, it's, like, it's almost, like, dirty. Okay. Apparently, it's a yeast infection. Fucking hard to get rid of. You've got to starve the yeast, is what Ella's telling me. I'm this. I'm just regurgitating what I've been told. Mm. Starve the yeast. Starve the yeast. So to starve it, you got to get them on this raw diet, supposedly raw diet, which is like turkey mince and fucking organs and all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. And she's adding stuff to it, like fucking MCT oil. I don't know what that is. And she's also got like. <laughs> 
fucking chloroform. Maybe that's the wrong word. Maybe it's not chloroform. Chlorophyll? Chlorophyll, maybe. Maybe. I don't and know. And then, like, some other, like, muscle powder and I shit. I saw that, like... Like, actual green mussels in a powder, mm. sprinkled on it. There's oh, a, mussels? Like, mussels. Like, ocean mussels. Like, ocean mussels. He has got a fucking cupboard of shit trying to get this shit sorted, right? And with this raw feed, you got to just... You got to mix it up. Why, why? Why? So, you don't just, like, dump mints into a bowl? So, she's get, she's like, I need... This amount of this, and this amount of this, and this amount of this. Okay. And then you mix it up and put it in a bag so it's done for like his... Oh, she pre-makes them. She pre-makes them. Okay. And so is this all in the act of trying to remedy Tonka's yeast infection? Or is this also a little bit of just the life this dog leads? Is Look, he? Is he... He, is, he is the most spoiled... Uh, he pampered. lives a life of luxury. Mm. Right? And I'm not going to sugarcoat that. He's a fucking dog that's got it dialed, right? <laughs> he lives the cruisiest life. He sleeps, he eats, he shits, and he's given hugs and kisses, yeah. right? He lives a good life. I'm not sitting here denying that fact, but I can promise you, Thomas, that I don't have it in me to cook for a dog every day. I just... I, I Any day. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me. Now, Ella's taken over the chef role whilst this yeast infection thing's a problem. She reckons 30 days. I'm like, I can do 30 days. And then we go back to fucking opening the packet and putting it in the bowl. Yeah. This, the, 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 I feel for Tonka when you have a child because his life is going to go so differently. It is. It's going to be, it's, it, look, He's it's going to go be, from it's the gonna fucking be, penthouse to it's going to be an like, adjustment for him. Tonka, mate, shut up. I've got other things I've got to deal with here. Like Louie. Like Louie. Louie Louis was once beloved. Now he has to hang outside by himself with the birds. Yeah, Louie was greeted every time we'd get home with hugs and cuddles and kisses. Steph would, like, literally call him her baby. She'd be like, oh, my baby. Yeah. Big hugs. How are you? He's lucky if we, if we even notice he's there. <laughs> And, and, and if he is, he's usually meowing to get food and life's so chaotic. It's like, shut the fuck up, Louie. Like, yeah. that's all he gets. I haven't slept. It's horrible. But we do give him cuddles and shit. I don't want, any, I don't want Peter up my ass. You get off my back. We Peter. love Louie. Woo up, Peter. Woo up, Peter. We're all good, right? I treat that cat well, but he's now just a cat. He went from being like... The difference with cats and dogs is cat. cats can be cats. They can... They can they, they can fall back on Being their ability to go outside and kill birds and getting punch-ons with possums and shit. Yep. Like, they've got that in them. That, and that's what they've Louis got done. that in their wheelhouse. Louis's gone straight. He's gone straight. And that's what that's the life of the cat, you know what I mean? Especially if if it's like filling the void that a child then fills. Yes. A lot of a lot of streets turn cat. I'm pretty sure there was a fucking Cats turn straight. Cats turn straight. I think there was a TV show about it, about Billy the Cat. There was a kid. Turned into a cat and he went straight. Anyway, don't know what he just went and started killing mice and shit, punching on with possums and shit. Louis into that. Louis into that life now. But Tonka can't just nip outside and go roam the streets. No, he can't. It's a different thing. Bro, you know what I fucking heard, which shocked me. And then like I don't know if I if it's surprising or not. I, when I was in Tumut, mm-hmm. and so the two the two boys of Steph's um, auntie and uncle, whose place we're staying at. They were, they were back for the holidays as well. They're like 22 and 25. Young dudes, young, strapping, handsome, great, well I think, we covered, I think we covered them on Monday. We did. 
so they go hunting. Carlo was telling us that they'll sometimes go hunting together, go by himself, whatever, but that there are packs of wild dogs that get about the bush. Not dingoes, though. No, no, but no. Like dogs wild are, yeah. fucking, like, abandoned dogs that have gone rogue, turned wild. Mm. And he's like, you need to have your wits about you. Carlo was like, I was just shooting with a bow. If a pack of wild dogs come, I am fucked. Like, I've got a knife, and, you know, if they bring, like, a dog companion with them, maybe, but, like, there's stories of people getting ganked by, like, gangs of wild dogs. Or he was saying, like... Give me, give me some visibility around what, what's in the pack. Are you got, is, it, is, is there a fucking bull massive in the it's pack not like, and a, and it's a not dash like hand McClary. or what? Nah, it's not it's like Harry Harry McClary from <laughs> Donaldson's Dairy. Hercules Moore's big as a horse, Schnitzel yeah. von Crumb, very low tarm. Yeah. I don't think Schnitzel von... Because that's what I've got in my head. No, I don't think Schnitzel von Crumb survives in the wild. I think Schnitzel von Crumb... Well, he can with a mate. Nah, I don't think so dude he couldn't jump over a log even the slightest like those well, sorts yeah, of dogs I mean, sure he might have to take the long road but I don't know if that's I don't think Schnitzel von Crumb's long for the world in the wild especially you think the, you think the very long tum very low tum is the death of him especially mm. if it's like food is scarce I think Schnitzel's first cow off the rank for a fucking eating your mate you know what I mean yeah he looks like his name is literally sausage but I, they were saying like they would see, you're telling a story where they were trying to shoot a fucking deer or they were like in a clearing or they were looking at a clearing from like the a vantage point mm. and saw this deer fucking hooking it through this clearing getting chased by a pack of wild dogs and they were like circling it and jumping what on it. What sort of dogs? Dude, mutts. I don't know, mixtures of shit. Like, why, the, why do they need to be mutts? Well, because I think it's not like, oh, I left my fucking uh, border collie or my border collie escaped in the bush and now it's gone rogue. I think it's like, these things are like generational. They're breeding out Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, they're breeding. How many wild dogs exist excluding the dingo in the Australian wild. Give us an exact number as well. I want it down to the nearest one, Dave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No approximations no, on this no, podcast. No, no, an exact number. Um, I, I was just reading an article before the, about a dog attack in Exmouth in Western Australia in 2020. Exmouth. Exmouth, yep. Um, so, yeah, it happens. And it's it did say in this article that locals had been complaining for two years and now this woman might sue the council for failing to act. So it's definitely an issue. Carlo was saying um, like there are but times... But we need, we need a number yeah. down just, to the yeah, one. non-dingo wild dogs. He was saying like there are just times when you're in the bush and he's like, you can feel, which is I love because it's sort of like that human, that's like there is that like intangible ability to sense shit. He's like, and you could just sometimes you'd feel like you're being watched and then you'd fucking, you'd be like, wait, what's going on? It's all a bit fucking... Interesting. And you look around, there's like a, just a dog looking at you in the bush. Just a dog's just there and you're like, oh, fuck. We were, t- we were talking about that on Denon's podcast the other day. Like, <laughs> bro, if a dog... Yeah. ...wants to fucking punch on... It'll punch on. You are you're, close to fuck. Yeah, unless you've got a gun, which there's also handy. I saw on TikTok once this fucking... This owner's dog comes off a lead. It's like a big Argentinian fighting dog with a fucking taste for blood. I don't know why this guy was getting filmed, or maybe it was a security camera from a shop, but he's like, he's got, he's clearly got like jujitsu wrestling skills, and he just drops on this thing and like gets it in a, he stays really low, has his feet out the back of him, you know what I mean? So he's on the back of the dog. No, he's on the front, just like it's coming at him, and he just bang, gets it down to the ground and like just sort of like holds it. The face is at him? No, the face is underneath him. 
Does that make sense? Oh, okay. So yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he sprawls. Sprawls. Yeah. He sprawls on this thing. And he's like, uh, you can tell this guy's fucking classically trained. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he's, it's a handful. Like, it's a fucking handful. I he's like that approach, the, though. Yeah, but he sprawls this thing, bro. And it's like the weights, he's, he's constantly having to adjust, but he's doing a good job. And then the owner runs up after like maybe 20 seconds, 15 seconds. Seems like an age. Yeah. Probably seemed like half a lifetime to this poor prick. But in reality, not that long. And you can just tell that this guy's got... He, he knows what he's doing, right? Again, it just illuminates the fact that this guy, he can he can fucking fend it off, but only for moments, right? Because yeah. he's, no, he's got this, this, this weapon in the duffel. Whereas what would we do? Well, now I'm sprawling. I think you have to if you can if you can employ the sprawl, get to sprawl. I wonder if there's an element as well, like the bigger the dog, not the stronger the dog, but the bigger the dog, because you could have like a pit bull that's small and strong as fuck, but not small, but like whether it'd be easier to sprawl on a big dog than to try and like lock up a little fucking psycho staffy. Oh, it depends how big the dog was. Like if it's a bull mastiff or some shit, like, or a fucking great Dane, like you're, it's all over. Can you imagine coming across a fucking wild, feral pit bull in the bush? Fuck that. It's, it's just get up a tree. You've got to go primal. You do get... Well, if you've got a gun, you shoot it, obviously. But, but if, what? What, you're walking around the bush with a gun? How well, no. How you in the bush with a gun? Well, I'm talking about my boys, Carlo and Matt. Hunting. I'm talking about you. Yeah, well, no, you're up well. I mean, what am I doing in a bush anyway? But... I don't know, Camping. Going for a bushwalk, it's not unreasonable. No, I guess, yeah, I, I feel like I'm probably going to go for a bushwalk in an area where there's wild dogs. You probably don't know that. You wouldn't do any research. Well, where the fuck am up? I going for wild dogs? I guess Tumut. I was just there. I could have gone there. Um, just roll with the story. I'm with you. I'm just thinking about it, mate. You're uh, up a tree. you got to be. Yeah, you do. But I'm just trying to work out, like, and again, without a very tight understanding of bush generally whether there's a lot of options to climb trees or are they all sort of like not, they're all kind of like straight and then they branch up sort of more at the, the canopy level. Look, obviously it depends on where you are mm. and what you're working with. Mm. And I think you've got to assess that on the fly. I think if I see, you see a dog, the first, you don't bolt, right? You got to eye that fucker. Yeah. You got to stay calm and eye that cunt. But you're also looking around. Yeah. Is there a fork I can get up here? Otherwise, can I get I think, a foothold? Is there a, in a stick gum? here? Because as like as we were saying the other day, a boot to the head for these things doesn't work. No, you can't knock out a dog. You can't knock a dog out. You just it just can't be done. At least in our experience. Well, at least what I've seen visually, Tom. If, like you'd break your hand trying to put one on Tonka's chin. There's no point. No. There's no point. He'd eat it. He'd eat it. You'd be handless. A stick's not going to do much. I think you've got two options. I think you've got the sprawl, which I've seen work, and you've got the fork of a tree. Now, if you're lucky, you might be able to get some ice stuff going. But again, it's very close to the mouth, incredibly risky. Mm. Incredibly risky. Has anyone punched on with a dog before? I'm sure they have. I'm talking about our audience. Oh, well, that I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Would you be surprised if a dribbler fucking sent us in a photo of the aftermath of a punch on with a dog? I wouldn't. In fact, I'd be shocked if it hadn't happened. <laughs> but it's got to happen in unique circumstances, right? Where you're walking, for, you're going for you a nice friendly I, I don't walk. want to hear of you just assaulting a dog on the street. I don't want that. Well, I if want that's you the to case, 
fucking this. We're not. We're That's not, not what we're here for. We're, yeah, we're pro dog. Leave us alone. We're Clearly. pro dog. I'm just talking about. Has anyone been in a situation where it was life or death, fight or flight? Had to punch on with a pooch. Pooches are wolves, bruh. Pooches were wolves. Yep. So I've been trying to find the exact number down to the very decimal point of Thank how many you. wild dogs in Australia. And while there are a lot of articles that say they're big problems, especially uh, with cattle up in the Northern Territory and around there, that they use, they, they cost $60 million of loss annually. Um, Jesus, that's cattle. a lot, dude. Yeah. Um, $60 million annually for a couple of pooches running around. But it's also hard to differentiate from all these sources online how many wild dogs there are versus dingoes. There's one study that took a sample of over 5,000 wild dogs across Australia and found that only 1% were pure dog. Most of them were either full-bred dingoes or dingo-dominant or had some dingo in them. Because mm. So the wild dogs start breeding with the dingoes? Pretty much, yeah. It says there are rare times when a dog might go bush, but it doesn't really make a dent in the dingo population and kind of almost gets absorbed. Like, I know people who uh, that makes like, have had farms and stuff and who said, yeah, like our dogs went out and like rooted a dingo or something and came back. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Hey, there's, there's a lot of fucking of dingoes. Yeah. I don't think that's... They're basically all dogs, right? They are dogs. That's what I mean, though. But, like, they still classify dingoes as separate. Well, that's like a breed of dog. Yeah. That's all it is. My mate's got a dingo. That's cool. Shout out to Charlie Bly. Well, that's my point. You can domesticate a dingo. Mm. You can't domesticate a wolf. No. I'd love a dingo. Well, you buy a Kelpie. They've got a dingo on them. Oh, but I want a dingo, not a Kelpie. Oh, you want a dingo dingo? Yeah. Send in your dingo. So they get absorbed by the dingo population. That makes a lot of sense. Good Dioring. Where does the dingo start getting into its work? Like, we got the dingoes. This might sound. Well, they built, they built the dingo fence. That's why fucking there's. That's why there's kangaroo population problems. But is there. Because of the dingo fence. Is there dingoes in New South Wales? Not that many, I don't think. I think they're more like West North. Vibes. It's funny, though. We're cool with dingoes. We're not out there just. Ganking dingoes, you know what I mean? Like we're I don't, I don't know like how many species. dingoes there are in New South Wales. No, but I just mean nationally, right? Like if there's feral dogs or cats, you go and kill them. They're not doing that for dingoes, are they? They're pretty much only on the Great Dividing Range in the coastal hinterlands and northwest. So like more as you get inland, obviously, as you get close sure. to the coast. They're not in western New South Wales, are they? Uh, northwest. 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 Well, like Brewarrener and shit. Sure. Brewarrener are a tough word to say. It is. Bruh, Warrener. Just as a side note, what was the word we were talking about the other day that's just an absolute cunt to spell? Never Restaurant. get it right. Restaurant. It is a mongrel to spell. No one, no one's hitting that first go. No one. If you're if you're hitting that first go, you've studied fucking most of your life. You're probably one of those like, is it Mensa? Is that where you got like really high IQs or whatever? It's like Mensa. the Mensa? Mensa. There you go. I'm clearly not. Or you've got autism or something. You know what I mean? Which. Which, no, but I mean, like, yes. they can specialize, generally speaking. You're a spelling bee whiz. Exactly. Like, you're great with numbers. You're great with fucking letters, whatever. Drawing, whatever. Your thing is... Spelling restaurant. Spelling restaurant. Because that word, bro, that word is just fucking impossible. It won't quit on me, bro. It won't quit on me. Like, where is it? A-R-E-U-A-U-R-E. Is it A-U? Is it A-U-R-A-N? Or is it... A R A U N? Like, what is it? I is can't there an do e in it, there? dude. 
I can't. I've had enough time, of that word. Every time I go to spell it, I get it wrong, and it always comes up red. And then I go, "What's the right What's correct the, version?" I and I see it, it, and I go, "Oh yeah, of course." Of course, I'll remember that next time. No, I Never won't. Do. Never no, do. I won't. Never do. Fuck that word. Restaurant is the biggest motherfucker in the English language. There, I said it. Yeah. Cannot be spelt. It. In fact, Tom, I think it refuses to be spelt correctly. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, Eddie, if it's the only word to change its spelling based on how you've spelt it. So if you've got it right, then it's wrong. It'll change. No, that's actually not how I'm spelt. Is it? Is it like um, when? The, is it like how quantum mechanics? Like thank you. you know, if when you, it's observed, if it's observed, it acts like it changes behavior. It, it acts like the marble. If it's not observed, it acts like water, like a wave. Correct. This is what the restaurant word restaurant, is. Restaurant, yeah, it is to quantum mechanics. It is to words. What, but it is to quantum, yes. Yeah. It is to language <laughs> and spelling it. That's that's fair. You understand this, right? You get what we're saying. And if you don't, then you're not a Mensa. Mensa? Mensa. Mensa. Whatever. It's a tough word and we're off it. And someone needed to call out the word because no one seems to be. Put it this way, it's been flying under the radar for far too long. Far too and long. I've I've had a fucking gutful restaurant. I've been ap- <laughs> I've been had absolute gutful. Yeah. Something's gotta change. Something's gotta change. Something's gotta give. It's gotta be easier. Someone needs to make it easier, or restaurant itself needs to roll over and start being submissive because yeah. I can't do it anymore. I can't spend my life Googling restaurant. If I if I showed you how many times I'd got the word restaurant wrong and had to Google it. It would be in the tens of thousands. Everyone's would be in the tens of thousands. We're not alone here. There's no way that this is a you and me problem. It can't be. It's we're too a, smart. This is a, we're too fucking smart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're too smart. We are just too goddamn smart for this to be a you and me problem. This is a I did extension English problem. for God's sake. You know I, what I mean? I didn't. Shockingly. Doesn't matter. No, but, but you I'm, did standard, but, so we've got the standard guys covered, and all the and way up to the extension. All the way up to extension, and it's a problem. And I like words. You do. You, you love know? words. I like throwing out words, and I can't fucking spell restaurant to save my goddamn life. And neither can you. Something's got to change. Something's got to change. Something's got to give. All right, bit of rugby league, Eddie, because Manly are about to hump the sharks tonight. When we talk rugby league, it is thanks to our good friends at KO. Yeah, yeah. All rugby league live and ad free during play. Only place to see rugby league in the known universe, as far as I'm aware. Uh, we thank them for their support. Eddie, how are you feeling? Just Well, you know what? Before we get into Manly, Ponga has now officially signed with the Knights five years. Can you just do some dioring here? Ponga's old boy. What's the go there? Like, apparently, fucking Ponga had agreed to the deal, but his old man was still shopping him around. Again, all with a grain of rugby league salt here because who the fuck knows? Dean Ritchie of Count and Swear Words fame released the whole fucking Ponga's deal's been pulled off the table and then it clearly hadn't and now he's like hanging onto that like for grim death like it, but it was it's well like, oh, maybe you were just sold some well bullshit. Wayne Bennett came out and said that if the if the deal had been pulled we would know about it because if the deal gets pulled you pick up the phone to Redcliffe and you go our deal just got pulled Dean Ritchie was sold a Barnum yarn yeah and he can't get over it no and I feel, and I, we, it may have like been... Wayne I, Bennett literally goes, it wasn't pulled. Because if it was, we would know. Yeah. And Dean, to me, seems like the sort of guy... He seems like the, the journo that... 
Like Kenty, Hoops, Buzz, uh, Reedy, Webster, David Riccio, fucking... They are the one... Like the NRL 360 sort of Fox stable, Triple M stable, journos. I feel like they're almost too... You wouldn't want to fuck with them. They're like the, the top dogs in the journo biz. Danny Widler. Bulldog seems like the guy you'd lie to to get him to, like, say something for you. You, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to just get something out in the media, it's like, well, just tell him. Because he'll bide hook, line, and sinker. But, like, he seems and he'll like... Cop it. He seems like he's not breaking big stories. Yeah. So he's desperate for one. So you go, oi... We pulled the knights have pulled the deal. He's like, "Fuck, I've got it." Doesn't a seem like it. Doesn't seem like Bulldog gets the good oil. No, he doesn't get the good oil. He's he not got that, that premier primo fucking. He gets that. He gets the wish oil. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he gets wish oil, snake oil. Yeah, not to be mistaken for fish oil, which is good for brain, brain clarity. Well, the omega threes, brother. That's right. He can't. He's he, yeah. But Bulldog ain't got no omega threes in his. Nah, oil. he's got wish oil. So. I can understand his frustration because he's been he's been played played a fool. Because, well, um, and and at some point, playing the jester every day gets gets, gets old, old, right? Yeah, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Uh uh uh. Yeah, but, but but like to know that that's the way you're being used. Would be frustrating. It would be frustrating because you think you're being given a scoop, and it's like, why are they coming to me? At the end of the day, the Knights should be rejoicing because, you know, securing Kalen's services for another five years after this season is terrific for the club. He brings stability in that he's a fucking thoroughbred. Mm. Like, yeah, he's in and out of form, but injuries played a big role. He also not exactly surrounded by a top-tier fucking cattle, especially around the spine. I think it's fucking terrific for the Hunter. It does now turn my attention, Thomas, to Cameron Munster, mm-hmm. and I go, "Where's that boy going? Is he going to? The, is he going to be a dolphin? Is he going to be a fish? He's going to be a fish, dude. If I'm Wayne Bennett, I'm not. But if I'm pretending to be, yep, he's my number one target. Well, Eddie, I really think that that is some insight right there. That's some rugby league insight. That's what you're coming for. That's what you're coming for. You come for. You if come I'm for Wayne Bennett, the largest and best player currently in the comp. off contract in the comp is going to be my target. 100%. Huge. Point is. Huge call. Point is losing Ponga, they're probably like, whatever. We've got well, bigger we've got fish a, to fry. Well, they do now. Yeah. You now have We have to. the biggest fish to fry. I think it just puts more pressure on the Munster deal now. It's like, okay, we now are going to have to pay. And I tell you what, if I'm Braith and Astor, which I'm also not, but if I'm pretending to be, yep. I'm going to the fish and going, the price just went up. Yep. Again, incredible insight. And that's what you come here for. If the fish, who are the dolphins, don't have a big fish, they need one to fry, right? They do. There's only one left on the market. His name's Cameron Munster. So what does a what does an astute player manager do? He ups the price. Ups it. Because all of a sudden, you've got a monopoly on the market. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you've played Monopoly, you'll know what we mean. Yeah. You've got yourself a monopoly. And have you heard of the old saying, supply and demand, baby? Yeah. Supply and demand, market pressures, yes. okay? It's yes. economics 101. Yes, welcome to the business hour. 
If demand outweighs supply, baby, the price goes up. That's what we're saying. And then what happens, Eddie, if the supply outweighs the demand? The price goes down. We currently are in a situation where there is a supply of thoroughbreds issue. Mm. Okay? A dearth? There is a dearth of thoroughbreds in the rugby league market. Nay, Beyond a dearth, There's there is one. only one possibility. His name's Cameron Munster. He's hot. He's sexy. He's a Queenslander. He's a footballer, that kid. And he's a footballer, that kid. He's a game winner. Mm-hmm. Now, to my mind, the only other player you'd want in front of him is Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary not available. So, Nathan, this is it. This is, Nathan this not is it. This, this is it. Yeah. If they miss him... It's it, race it must be put down as one of the great fuck-ups. Do the NRL, do, 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 do the fish get like... Because you can go to you can go to Cameron Munster and go, we will pay you whatever you want. They kind of have to. Like, they have to now. Yeah, they kind of have to. But do the, do the fish get a salary cap exemption being I a new club? I don't know if they do. Like, do they get a little bit of extra scratch? I don't think they get as much scratch as you might think. It's not like the AFL where they just go, open check. See, it should be a little bit. I don't think they've. I don't think they've employed the open checkbook policy. Like I'm not even the saying AFL the group. open checky, but I am saying that maybe a little bit extra walking around money for the club. You know what I mean? Like you need to have a marquee signing. You know, you need a big fish. You are the fish. Need a big fish. We'll give you enough money to make sure Cameron Munster's fucking paid out the asshole. Mm. He needs to be shitting. 50s, 100s. If I'm the NRL as well, I want Cameron Munster to go to the Dolphins. The Fish. The Fish. Because it helps you get a fucking new club out of the gates like that. you got to have a fucking it. firecracker up its ass. If they got Cameron Munster up there, right, with the Bromwiches, with fucking Philippe Cafusi. Felice, not Philippe. Felice, rather. Philippe. With, uh, with potentially... Ray Stone. With, with a Ray Stone, who, who's a match winner. Fucking oath he is. Who's a match Proven winner. Proven match winner. With a Reese Walsh whose eyes won't quit and his, eye, his eyelashes are fucking undeniable. Like, you can potentially put him at the back. Well, he'd be the first water-based animal to have eyelashes, I think. Now you've got a top eight side. Out the gate. Yeah. Sprinkle a bit of Wayne on top of that. You know what's crazy, though, about Cameron Munster and the fish is that Mad Dog money ain't even available till 2024. So they won't even be able to... They'd be... Good point. I forget that. They wouldn't... They need to try and get him to the fish next year. Truth truth be told. Well, look... You do. You can't kick things off with no hot boy in your first season. Well, I think think that you just... I think you need to get Reese Walsh over there. Well, you need him as well. Who supposedly has a don't want to live in New Zealand uh, clause in his contract. I think that's a little harsh on Auckland, but it is what it is. Is it Auckland? Are they based in Auckland? I don't know. Um. Lost my train of thought. I think you can put him on posters and just distract people with hotness for a year. Go look how hot this guy is. Imagine you can't. You can't. You yes, can't, you can. No, no, you no. can distract with hotness. No, you can distract with hotness. Forgive me if my tone conveyed that I felt otherwise. What you can't do is get the spoon first year as a, as the fish. I don't think you still need to do well. You need to do as well as you can. You ne- and Reese Walsh hot. Reese Walsh. An emergent throbber, but not a throbber, if you know what I mean. Like Cam Munster is plug him into your team and you 
fucking could be playing finals, you know? You then have Munster teaching Walsh. You have Walsh off the back of a Munster. Now you're starting to maybe compete. Then you've got your bloody... You don't think you could find a... brothers and fucking et al, et al, et al. You don't think you could find like a stopgap half for a year? Maybe get on the phone to fucking Mitchell Pearce and go, come back and play one year, bro. Play for the fish. I think Just they might be year. getting Milford as well. Like, I think there's a few stopgap one-year halves you can yeah, find. Yeah, but you want to hit the ground running. I understand that. But if the option is to just cool your jets for one year while you wait for Cameron Munster, that's what you do. Well, of course. You if cool that's, them. If that's the only way you get Munster is to cool your jets. Then you must cool. Then the jets must be cooled. But I do wonder if he went to the storm and was like, yo, I want to go to the fish a year early. Whether they'd let him. I think. I think they would. Why? Because it's, he's won them comps. Yeah, but like, let's win another one before you leave. That would be my attitude. And we got Brandon Smith leaving at the end of why this would year. You, as why well. wouldn't so you want to win? Want to squeeze another one and make it gradual. I'm not saying that they wouldn't, but I'm saying if he asked, squeeze one in. I reckon. I wonder if he asked him and said, "Listen, I'm I've got a kid now. The Fisher a new club. I'm a Queenslander. I think I'd look good in red. I think he would too." I think red would work on his. I think on red his, on his complexion. On his complexion, it'd be like, yeah. let me get up to the fish. He looks pretty good in maroon. He does. This is just a, this is the same postcode. Let me get up to the fish and let me get into my work and let me get paid one point two, one point three, one point four, one point five million dollars a season. I think you can put a line through one two. That's my opinion. Yeah, it's it's if it, if it's. I think it's if, if it's if, if you it's, come at me with one two, one three, I'm not here. Yeah. Um. And the Storm, your stingy-ass fucking club. Low-balling him. Low-balling him. The best player in the game. Low-balling him, you well, stingy He's not fuck. even the best player in our team. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think Let that, him go, then. You know what I think it is? I think it's, I think it's a scaredy-cat Storm organisation who's petrified of losing more rings for, for dodging up the salary cap. They've re-signed Jerome Hughes. They've re-signed Pappenhausen. They've re-signed Harry Grant. And I think that they're under salary cap pressures. That's why I think they're lowballing. Yeah. I think that's the reason. They've got thoroughbreds on their fucking books already. And I reckon that the idea of flirting with the salary cap is too much for those scaredy cuts to handle. Yeah. That's what I think. You guys have, a, a, what is it, like a, a history of just being cheats. So yeah. when it's dangled in front of you again, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Repeat offenders. You I know think, what I mean. I think that saner minds are at the club now because they're they're resisting the temptation to give him his one million and you know just take the absolute piss out of the salary cap once more. Yeah, like you've got it in you. It's part of your DNA. It's part of your DNA. It's you tempting. guys are cheats. So yeah. there's just that to consider. Whenever and it just worked so. so well for us last time. I mean, two premierships, three minor premierships. Well, they got tempting. taken off you though, didn't they? You still cheated better than anyone else ever has. Well, sure. Well, you certainly yeah. cheated better than yeah. Parramatta did. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who won the spoon whilst cheating. Yeah. That's and, insane. and the Sharks as well. Don't forget that, Parramatta fans. I'm not I'm not singling you out. I'm just making... That, it just came up naturally. It just came up naturally. I'm pointing out a fact. That you, you cheated, breached the salary cap, and won the spoon. That's embarrassing. That's actually fucking embarrassing. It's probably... I haven't forgotten that. Worth noting as well... Just because you brought up then Manly never has won the spoon. It is worth bringing up. Never won it. So Or lost it. Or lost it. Won it. It's hard won to, it or lost it. It's hard yeah, to it's say a, that. It's, you don't know exactly. I mean, you do. Earned we, it? Well, earned it. I think you say won the spoon. earn the spoon? Well, if, if that's the case, the Melbourne Storm certainly didn't earn the spoon the year we were 
uh, awarded with it. Because no, you did uh, earn it because no, you, you fucking you deserved to have all your points it. taken Do you not have, you. know how that works? You earned it. Well, we, we won a certain, we won you a lot of games. You cheated your way. Year. No, no, no. You cheated your way to a spoon. There's maybe okay. more than one so way to win a spoon. There, yeah, that is true. There's more than one way. We found a new way that no one ever has I like before. saying win a spoon because it contradicts what it actually is to right. get a spoon. You know, it's yeah. like a ha-ha. When it's, when it's framed that way, yeah. I understand what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So Manly, up against the Sharks, we love beating the Sharks. The Sharks, as I pointed out on About Even, which is live on YouTube right now, the Sharks are actually, you know, as a, as a team like them, but they're actually not very good. And they've beaten nobodies this year. They lost to the Storm, obviously. Storm are good. They beat the Eels, but the Eels lost to the Tigers, so they're shit. They've lost to the Raiders, who can't even beat the Cowboys. Mm. They And we beat the Raiders, so by fucking rugby league math work, we're going to win. They beat the Tigers, who gives a shit. Beat the Dragons, who gives a shit. They've I mean, beaten really. nobody. Exactly. Dude. And the Knights. And the Knights. Who gives a exactly. shit? Exactly. Let's 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 all relax. Now, young Thomas Tobler, who is a budding young patternist trying to find his way in the world, yep. has unearthed the pattern for tonight's game. Come over here, bruh. Illuminate the minds, okay. the hearts, the bodies, the souls of the punter and the dribbler. In the past two meetings between Manly and the Sharks. Mm. The score has both been 40 points to 22. Two years ago, the Sharks won when they were away, 40 to 22. Last year, Manly won 40 to 22 when they were away. So now Manly go to Cronulla. Away. Away. Away to round out the three times in a row. 40 to 22. Because all to things 22. happen in threes. Well, they do happen in threes. We, we do know that. 40 to 22. In the third year in a row. Okay. I don't mind having a little... Can we pick the exact score? 18, well, you can do a margin of 18 points. You can do Manly to win exactly by 18, but you can't do the 40 to 22. What is that paying a young whippersnapper on Neds? I'd say $41 last night when I had a look. I mean, look. If, we're, if we're handing out free money... Which we are... Technically, with this news that was just come to light. Well, it's a young Patness finding his way. It's a young Patness finding his way. Like, at some point, Einstein needed to be given a leg up by, you know, right. his heroes. That's right, by his heroes, yeah. So, what we're saying here. Needed is to be given a platform. We need, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you give a platform to emergent, great rugby league minds, Patnists. <laughs> uh, and it seems like Tobler's unearthed one there. So, I will be having a little. Nibble at Manly by eighteen. By eighteen, on the nose. I'll yes, also have a couple. You won't have that each way. No, no, no. <laughs> you won't. I'll also have a couple other nibbles, responsibly, of course. Well, you can have more than one nibble. Yes, you can eat a cake many ways. Well, I'm having a nibble at this, but I've all like if this cake, I'm having a nibble at the eighteen points cake. Yes, but I also on the same plate have a. Uh, you know, anytime try score a cake. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got a fifteenth peak, and I've got a yes. Olakwatu there. Do you know? I'm well I, for my just my about even bet. It's just Manly thirteen plus seven fifty. Mate, how's this? Manly thirteen plus Olakwatu the fifteenth peak. Ruben Garrick for those that don't know what the fuck they're talking about is paying like forty bucks. Right? That is outrageous. We've just heard from a young patternist finding his way in the world that Manly's going to win by eighteen. So my bet's home and home. Well, because if they win by 18, you assume that the 15th 
scores. Well, he's a shoo-in. He's a shoo-in. And then Olakowatu of two tries last week, essentially three tries last week, so he was robbed of one. Why wouldn't he go over again? Why wouldn't he? Well, I don't. I couldn't find a reason to suggest that he wouldn't. If I went to the bookie and said Manly win by 18 points, what's the 15th peak pain to score a try? They'd go, well, he's, there's no market for it because it's short. It's a short thing. I'd go, what about my boy Olakowatu? And they go, again. We no can't. Market. We don't have market. There's no market for that. You know who does have thing. markets for it, though? Ned's. So, you know, gamble responsibly. But if you're going to do it, do it at Ned's. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Manly going to pump him. Now, we do have Joshua Aloye out of the game, and that is not great because I think he's been our best forward front rower all year but what manly does do well is rise to the occasion and plug gaps a la 15th peak plugging a tommy size hole at the back now we need probably a toa for foa sipley to plug an alloy a sized hole yes that's what i'd say can you get the team up actually david yeah, yeah so sipley starting um i'll get it up on the screen now cooler aka cola is out Morgan Harper in. I think Morgan Harper does a job on Talakai tonight. I think he fucks him up. I think he pounds him into Go the Go to the earth. top, please, Dave. I just want to see ins and outs first for both sides. So, Nakora in, Miller in, Katoa in. Where the fuck did another out? Fanukin and ULA are huge outs for the Sharks. Um, Bullymore in, Delui in, the Frenchman. And Morgan Harper out. Kepi got K fucking O'd. He's had a couple of head knocks, Sean. All the best. Hope you hope you're recovering, and Josh Alloyer. So if we've got three ins but only two outs, how does that work from a maths perspective? Well, I think because the 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 ins are from the they take the top seventeen, and because there's still an eighteenth man or nineteenth uh, man. At this well, moment. there's nineteen now. With yeah, the there's nineteen now, and then they cut one before. Okay, so we've yeah. got. Delouis the Frenchman at 17, Bullymore 16, Carl Lawton and Dylan Walker. Not stacked a, bench. It's a stacked bench. Not a, It's a smaller bench. If you're looking well, then but at the look, Trindor, Jack Williams, Royce Hunt Dez has and got Fafita. plans. He wants to play nimble footy. Yeah, he clearly does. He wants to run around these softcock sharks. All right, now just go up to our the Manly Seagulls starting. So Jakey at 13 against Cameron McInnes. Jakey better. Andrew Dave against Teague Wilton. Now, no disrespect to Teague Wilton, but who are you? You know exactly. what I mean? And is it pronounced? Is it pronounced Tag? Is it Tag or Teague? Are you Irish? What are you? What are you trying is to it do? Targ? Uh Andrew Davy for Manly against Teague Wilton. I think Andrew Craig Davy takes him out every day of the week. Uh, Ola Kawatu and Britton Nakora. Now a good matchup, but are you going to try and sell to me at the markets that Ola Kawatu does not absolutely beat the fuck out of Britain Nakora in that matchup? If you're trying to sell Nakora better than, better than Ola Kawatu, you will go broke in a day. Yeah. These fucking flies, dude. Now, uh, sorry, just before we move on, Teague Wilton is the nephew of John Morris. Fun fact. Bit of nepotism there. Bit of nepotism, even though he got sacked last year. <laughs> Taniela Paseca up against uh, the greatest nut trucker of all time in Aiden Tolman. Uh, I don't think that anyone needs to remind everyone that Taniela Paseca is big and thick. he is thick and he is powerful and he's dynamic. And Aiden Tolman, no disrespect, isn't. Lachlan Croker, clearly better than Blake Braley of Two Wise in his name fame. Sipley, clearly better than Toby Rudolph. Absolutely I pounds Toby Rudolph. Saying, uh, Cherry Evans versus Nico Hines. Now, I like Nico. I we, we love him. Nico here. I'm a big fan of Nico's work, but one of them's Queensland captain and one of them isn't. Yeah. 
So one of them's Queensland captain and plays for Australia, and the other one is just a Sharks player. One no of them's one, you know. One of them's won a comp, one and the other one was comp. not allowed on the field. No disrespect. Kieran Foran, Matt Moylan, like oh. Matt Moylan. Okay. Like All right. really? Are we doing this? You you get? A, I like Matt Moylan. Look what the fuck's someone's someone. Was Matt Moylan ever given a million dollar contract? Was has he has he fucking taken a side to a comp? No, and I do I do want to say that so he's been done dirty in that photo. Matt Moylan, his hair is disgraceful. What's going on there? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what on is earth? Is he losing a bit? I think so. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. But it's going. Um, we zoom back out there. So obviously, we know Kieran Foran, his hairline as sturdy and true as a hairline's ever been. Um, Mulatalo against Tui Pelotu. Well, Mulatalo can't even play Origin, so Tui Pelotu <laughs> wins that battle. Morgan Harper, Talakai. Again, for those that think Talakai is some sort of rugby league handful that can't be tamed, have you seen him run at Morgan Harper? No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Just watch tonight. Morgan Harper, who I was reminded in the comments of the About Even episode this week, comes from incredible Kiwi stock. Yeah. He has come from a rich line of rugby league players, a lineage that won't quit. One that... Do we know who they are? I'll read read you. (laughs) Let me read you his fucking comment because it was... You know what? It just put it all into context for me, Tom. Mm. And I thought to myself... This fucking bloke gets it, dude. You know what, dude? Jason Saab, I don't think he's scored a trial season. I feel like he's due. Big fans of the estuary in New Zealand and Morgan Harper has tremendous footy lineage in New Zealand. So expect him to do his job against junior Kiwi, but likely to rep New South Wales slash Tonga, Sifa Talaka. Sifa Talaka? Sifa. Sia Sifa? Sia Sifa? Apologies. Apologies. Um, okay, so he didn't go into any detail about Morgan Harper's lineage. But, but just I think you just take it on Facebook. Oh, of course you do. Why would I not believe it? Exactly. Um, Bradley Parker, Jesse Ramian. Now, I have heard on good authority that Jesse Ramian has one of the great slugs in rugby league history. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the all-time greats. I can't remember who told me that, but I have heard that. Congratulations to Jesse. We'll ask you this, Jesse. Are you as strong as an ant? That's what I thought. Like, a big slug will only get you so far, champ. But if you can lift a fucking car above your head, then I'm probably going to go with that guy. But also, oh, you got a big slug? You know what? That thing will be nothing for Brad Parker. He'll lift that thing in his sleep. Jason Saab, quickest man in the competition, quickest man on earth, uh, against Sione Katoa of hasn't scored a try for a while fame. Saab, as I said, hasn't scored a trial season. I think he scores on a night. I think he pumps Katoa. Has he not scored a try? I think he has. None this season. I think he breaks that duck tonight, JC Saab. And then Ruben Garrick, the 15th peak, the snack, the hottest man in the game, up against Will Kennedy of... Who are I, you? Where, look, I, don't, I like you. I like you, Will Kennedy. You seem like a nice guy. But, but in yeah, the context of 15th peak... You know 15th peak. Who are you? You, you know, know I mean? 15th peak. Your cheekbones, not as high like, as... Like, what does Mount, Mount Everest say to Mount Canobolus outside of Orange? Who are you? Correct. Whereas, what does Matt Everest say to Ruben? Sup, bro? Sahab, G. You know what I mean? What's up? Yeah, peaks recognize peaks. That's right. And unfortunately, in this context, Kennedy more of a mound. Yeah. Yep. Nothing wrong with mounds. Nothing wrong with mounds, but, but a, a mound you are. A well, it's not a peak. 
It's not a range. That's the game tonight. AKM Shark Park. Thank you very much to KO. We love you, KO. We do. And thank you very much to the punters and dribblers who have sat through this shit for however long we've been going for. Clearance sale merch next week. Yep. Wednesday, possibly Thursday. You will be kept in the loop. Do not worry. It won't be strung up on you. There will be no 502 gateways. We have moved providers. We've gone to the light. We've gone professional. We've gone professional. And by professional, we meant Shopify. Shout out to you. Yeah. Manly 13 pluses will be there. They are limited. We got some more for the punter and the dribbler. So we've got stock clearance and Manly 13 plus. That's what's going on sale next week. So in the stock clearance, we got bounced out trackies from last year, whatever we had left over. Uh, we've got some last dribble tees and that's it. <laughs> yeah? Last dribble tees, bounced out trackies, Manly 13 pluses. That's it. One, two, three. Then, then probably two weeks after that, possibly three, possibly two. In the coming weeks. Let's just say in the coming weeks. It's time for hats and hoodies. Hats and hoodie season, baby. Summer tan with the soon-to-be-revealed Hello Sport hoodie. This thing fucks. Yeah, dude. This thing fucks. Where I'm not going to tell you what's on the front of it. No. But you're going to love it. You know when people are like, where were you when like Princess Diana died? Or where were you when you found out about the late, great Shane Warne? Not that I'm necessarily relating this hoodie to death specifically. Where were you when... Moon landing. Moon landing. Where were you when the Hello Sport hoodie dropped? All I'll say is there might be a Hello Sportism on it. There might not. It'd be weird if there wasn't after we said that though, wouldn't it? Be very weird. Let that digest. There's a very good chance we've already revealed what it was said in a previous podcast as well. I'm not even entirely sure. But it's all coming, punters, dribblers. It's all coming. Have a great weekend. Manly 13+. plus. Fuck the eels. See you then. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>